To guys at the round table, I'm your boy Vladimir Jean Philippe. And yeah, man, like wow. Wow. Like, how can the society that we live in stoop to such stupidity? I've always wondered this, and then I realized that in America we have been defunding schools for generations. I think we have been defunding public schools prior. Uh, private schools is like I, th- I think it's on another kind of um, budget plan, but we've been defunding public schools, PBS, public libraries, or anything of educational value and or purpose for the last hmm, four decades or so, four or five decades since the seventies, eighties, sixties, seventies, and eighties, I believe, is when it started, and it really like hit home in the nineties, and in the two thousands, it was really bad. It was just pretty much blatant, you know, cuts here and there. Uh, they cut the arts, uh, at, like so I think some gym classes. A lot of um, a lot of the sciences got cut. So like, schools has been underfunded because of the whole, I guess you could say, emphasis on the PSSAs. Well, that's the Pennsylvania's versions, but um, essentially they put a lot more emphasis on your state testing. And if you didn't get a good score, or if your school didn't score well enough, you didn't get funded. And so that's where I think all of this defunding the education has really played a giant role. Because instead of teaching kids and or people how to think critically, how to behave, how to actually have thought, teach them finances, teach them, you know, life skills that you need. Instead, we teach them a test. We teach them the answers to the test to learn how to take a test so that the school can get funding from the test, right? Or get funding as a result of their scores on the test. But still, nonetheless, schools have been defunded heavily in the last four or five decades, right? And that's just being generous. Like, I mean, there's been blatant tax cuts to public funding. If you just even look at the news beyond your BS left versus right bullshit narrative, um... You'll see that schools have been defunded for the longest time. I mean, hell, West Virginia teachers went on strikes because of it because they didn't have enough money to pay the teachers. Teachers are working long ass hours for shit pay, and so they went on strike. Then they upped their pay and they upped their hours in the same process. It was a whole mess, but regardless, the stupidity in this country is a direct result of defunding schools, of defunding schools, right? So as a result, We now live in a society full of grown-ass adults who do not know how to function properly within said society. Now, you can come with all the conspiracy theories you want, which is okay. We can debate that all day, every day. I don't hate you because you believe in one thing. But I just want you to understand that a lot of your thought processes are wrong. (laughs) Oh, man, let me stop. Let me stop. But anyways... You can come with all the conspiracy theories that this is what they wanted, this is how they want to control you, and all this other, um, this, that, and the third, right? 
But here's the real honest truth, and this is my relative, uh, my relative perspective. Okay, this is just from the mind of Vlad. People are dumb. Why? Because rich people wanted more money. That's it. <laughs> That's it. It is very simple. My mind is cut and dry. I don't play around with bullshit anymore. It, it, I'm going to tell you the straight up honest truth. Rich people wanted more funding in their pockets. By rich people, I mean government agencies. Wanted more money in their pockets, so they defunded schools. They cut art programs. They cut uh, size of the classroom. They cut teachers' pay. Hell, they uh, crippled the unions a little bit. So it, it, it's a mess, right? And it is a sad thing to see because now the main hot storyline as of May 14th, May 13th, is pretty much this whole week. There was a hack in one of the, uh, I think it was Colonial Pipelines, right? A pipeline that runs from, I think, Austin, Texas to North America somewhere. But it doesn't affect certain areas of eastern panhandle or eastern, northeastern of the United States areas, such as Pennsylvania, West Virginia, uh, Virginia, and all these other states. But that did not stop people from panicking. People hear that this pipeline got hacked by computer hackers, right? Pretty much what they did was they disrupt the flow of uh, commerce. That's essentially what they've done, right? They didn't do anything. They didn't siphon the gas from the pipelines or anything like that. To dumb it down to its simplest terms, a bunch of hackers got into the system, took a bunch of people's information, and held it ransom. That's it. But, you know, these this company comes out and says, hey, we got hacked. And this company is not the first time that they got in trouble either because there was a pipeline that bursted uh, in one of their um, uh, states, I believe. And they didn't even know that the pipe had bursted until a group of kids, I believe it was, found oil literally bubbling up from the ground. They went and found some responsible adults and those adults called the responsible authorities and those authorities um, contacted the uh ceos and uh, higher ups of the company essentially and told them like hey man you guys got some gas leaks or you got some oil leaks going on here this company the systems that were placed to detect these leaks failed massively and so they were you know in the news for that for a little bit i mean it was like kind of short-sighted but they've been in the news before they've been in trouble before is what i'm trying to say because i like to say now once is an accident two is a pattern and then three is a habit. So if you do something once, you accidentally stumbled upon it. Okay, cool. You do it again. Now you formed a habit. No, now it's a pattern, I should say. You formed the pattern. And three, it's a habit. That's how people get addicted to drugs. Once you try it, two, you kind of, you know, you fall into it. And then it becomes a habit on the third try. But anyways, I digress. Let's get back to business here. This company has been in trouble before. And this is the second time that something bad has happened to this company. First time they had an oil leak, they didn't even know they had it. A group of kids found it, and they uh, they uh, contacted the authorities, and then, you know, they contacted the appropriate people to handle the situation. Now, problem two with this company, and it's become a pattern now, is that they got hacked. And with this hack, they kind of put it in a negative media light uh, where they're saying that maybe it could affect the supply of oil and all this other stuff. They're just kind of giving you scenarios of what could happen because of the hack. Dumb people <laughs> took this as, there's going to be no oil. We need to go fill up on the oil. <laughs> so they go 
to their local gas stations and they panic buy gas. Oh, Lord Jesus Christ. I'm sure you guys have seen the memes, the videos, the TikToks and all this other stuff of people just loading up on gas in the dumbest fashion possible. People are loading up plastic bags with gas. People are filling up 55 gallons of oil drums. People are just going apeshit bananas because they think we're having a fuel shortage. When in reality, we're not having any kind of fuel shortage. Ladies and gentlemen, you need to realize that the way this economy works is that in order for people to continuously make money, they have to continuously have a supply. And if this supply ends or runs dry, they have nothing to sell you. Therefore, they have no way of profiting off of you. Now, I want to break this down in the most simplistic way possible. Think about this for a minute. If the company legitimately ran out of gas, how would they still be in business? Marinate on that for a little bit. If the company legitimately ran out of gas, how can they stay in business? Meaning, how can they pay their CEOs, their owners, their stockholders, their their shareholders, I should say? You have to supply money to these individuals. If these individuals are not getting paid, then nobody gets paid at the bottom. I hate to say it, but, you know, trickle-down economy you know, is fun is this is how trickle down economy works. If the rich ain't making no money off of it, then you don't make no money off of it, and then now the whole thing is shut down. And oil is a and gas and oil is a very natural resource. Honestly, we're not gonna ever run out of gas and oil because you're digging into the ground for a fossilized fuel. Essentially, is what oil is. You are using the dead remains of species and human beings that have lived thousands of years ago. Because the earth ain't going nowhere, to be honest with you. When we die off as human species, we just turn into fertilizer. We fertilize the grass that grows on the ground. And that, in turn, covers up all of this other crap that we got going on around us. All the buildings, the cars, all this stuff is just going to get buried by the earth. Right? And eventually, over thousands of years, these materials are going to deteriorate and become a liquid form. Because the pile of dirt that comes on top of it is going to create a pressure and it's going to create heat. And it's just going to deteriorate and rot the thing that, you know, that is existing now. And eventually, that thing will become fuel for the next species that lives on this earth. So, essentially, we're never going to run out of oil. Because first and foremost, America's not even using its own oil supply. We're using other people's oil supplies. And then, secondly, if other people's oil supply starts to, to quote-unquote, deplete, we just tap into ours. Untapped oil. Untapped. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, like I don't understand why all of these people are panic-buying gas, panic-buying oil, and all this other stuff. We're not going anywhere. We're not going anywhere. The natural resources is not going to deplete anytime soon. It will take a thousand lifetimes for the natural resources that we're using now to deplete. We will be long dead before it depletes. So don't be fooled into thinking that this stuff is going to go, you know, it's going to be wasted. It's not. There's technology being developed to pull that shit back out of the air and put it right back into the ground. You have to think a little bit. 
it amazes me the the lack of intelligence. But then again, as I think about it, I'm not that amazed. So I know I just double spoke there, right? I'm amazed. I'm not amazed. But it, it's fascinating to look at it. Now the memes that come out of this whole mess is pretty awesome. I ain't gonna sit here and be you know bull drive you, but you gotta think, folks. You have to start thinking critically. Right? It's not illegal yet. Start thinking a little bit. We're not in the panic. We're, there's not going to be a shortage of natural resources. If there was, trust me, you would know. Billionaires would start committing suicide because they've lost billions. Trust me, no billionaire who accumulated billions of dollars wants to become a millionaire, and then no millionaire wants to become a thousandaire, and then no thousandaire wants to be broke. Essentially, nobody who's struck it rich and had an easy life wants to be poor. They'd rather kill themselves than be poor. Which thus improves or approves the theory of class warfare. Rich want to stay rich and poor people don't want, they don't want poor people to catch up. Why? Because there's more money for them at the top. They get to fight for it. Well, they get to split it amongst their buddies while, you know, you poor folks fight for it. <laughs> well, I say you, I mean we poor folks. You know what I mean? I got to include myself in there. I'm not fucking rich by any standards. But anyways. So, ladies and gentlemen, please. Use your minds. Use your brains. Think for a little bit. We're not in a gas shortage. The only way we're going to be in a quote-unquote gas shortage is if, you know, you use up all of the gas that's in your local gas station. And then it's only going to be on shortage for a little bit because they have scheduled deliveries. Because they have to pay for those deliveries. So that's why you're in a technical uh, shortage right now. It's not a real shortage. It's just you have un you have limited access right now is essentially what they should call it. It's not a shortage. It's limited access because it takes some time to deliver those gas to these gas stations. And when they do, they pay for X amount of, you know, they have a contract with these companies to have X amount of deliveries within the year. They cannot go over it because they cannot afford it. The smaller companies, that is. You know what I mean? So you got your Exxons, you got the Sunoco's, you got your uh, mobile gas and all this other stuff, Shell, all these other places of gas companies. But, you know, you have to think. There's not a shortage, ladies and gentlemen. You have to understand how money works. Once you understand how money works, you realize that, eh, it's not all that bad. You can get it. Now, the hard part about money is getting the a proper amount of capital to make more money, if that makes any sense. Because it takes money to make money. You know what I'm saying? So that's why you see a lot of people reinvest in their businesses and stuff like that, because they're using that money to make more money. It's a very delicate balance of, uh, you know, calculated risk and being safe. That's essentially what money is. But if you can figure it, like if you can master it, bro, it's easy to make money. Now I say that like, you know, because <laughs> what hey Vlad, if it's easier to make money, why ain't you a millionaire? Because it takes some capital to become a millionaire. In all honesty, if I could get ten grand, if I could save up ten grand, I could probably become a millionaire within six to eight months. Understand? I mean, it's going to be a risk on how I do it. Now, whether I'm successful or not depends on the outcome of like what I put my money in. But hey, you can do it. I'm just saying, you can do it. It's not quite, it's not that difficult. The only thing that makes it difficult is the safe game because you have a family to take care of. You have bills to pay. 
And that makes you become cautious with your money. It forces you to become cautious because you don't want to be behind on bills. But if you were to, if you were to throw caution to the wind, you can easily take two, three, ten grand and make twenty, fifty grand, and then take that twenty, fifty grand and make it into a hundred thousand. Take that hundred k and make it into a million. It's pretty simple. The steps to doing it. It's just a calculated risk, a calculation, a calculated risk that most people cannot take. If I want to be honest. Because a lot of people, believe it or not, are living paycheck to paycheck. So it, it, it's a it's a very tough, delicate balancing act to kind of become a millionaire. But you can do it. It really is doable. It just takes a lot of hard work and a lot of calculated risks. And you have to easily you have to be careful with those calculated risks. And it also takes time for that money to manifest. You're putting your money to work. It's going to go up. It's going to go down. It's going to go flat. So as long as you can take that risk, you can take that six to two, six months to five years to patiently wait. You can make money easily. You can. It's it's going to take some time and it's going to take some calculated risk, a risk that most people cannot afford to take because they're living paycheck to paycheck. But ladies and gentlemen, for the love of God, please, please be smart. If anything, use common sense. Okay? There is no gas shortage. Don't don't believe the hype of the media. Don't believe the hype of your friends and people on Facebook. Okay? There's no such thing as a gas shortage. There's a limited access to the gas right now because dumbasses went out and bought up all this unnecessary use of gas. That's it. That's the only problem. You got idiots coming out that unnecessarily went and used up all the gas. Now think about this though. All these idiots are going out there, use, you know, buying unnecessary gas or fueling the pockets of these rich folks. Because the blueprint has been set. I hate to say it and I hate to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but here's my final thought on everything and then I'm going to let you guys go. The blueprint has been set. It is easy to cause America to go into a panic. All you have to do is say there's going to be a shortage of something or something bad is going to happen and watch people flee and act like roaches. That's it. There's a blueprint. They did it with COVID. They're doing it with this shortage of gas now. Then there was a shortage of toilet paper. They've done the research. They're, I keep saying they. Scientists, bigger minds than you, and government officials have done the scientists on how to control, effectively control the population. I don't like to go into conspiracy theories and be like they, because it's like, who's they? Who's they trying to control us? You know what I mean? They never pinpoint the they. I hate that shit. No. Government people are looking at, like scientists in government are trying to figure out how to control you the best. Send you into a state of panic and watch everybody just follow suit. They did it with Trump. Trump did this. No, he didn't do it. He, he kind of like made it, he took it to a bigger step. Right with the capital riots, with the protests of BLM and all this other stuff, all of this stuff is calculated risks. As people act a fool, you have scientists and psychologists and all these people in the background noting the behavior. Trust me, I know. I've been part of experiments when I was getting my degree. I had to create some experiments. I know. I've seen it firsthand on how to take scientific data on human beings, real life human beings. So. Just, you know, relax. 
The only way to panic attack, like to really start panicking, is if there's an alien invasion. And that's the only time they really start panicking. Or if by some midlife crisis, or not midlife, but by some, you know, historic catastrophe that we, uh, you know, we end up in a nuclear warfare and every country on earth decides to launch a nukes. That's the only time, to, that's the only other time to panic. And when Mother Nature decides to say F you. Those are the only times to panic, really. Alien invasion, threat of nuclear war, Mother Nature. Those are the three big ones. That's it. If none of those things are actively trying to kill you, don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. I'm being honest. All right, that's the only thing I can do for you guys is to be honest and give you a realistic perspective on things. We're fine. I guarantee you next week, the next craze is going to be some TikToker who's, you know, done something crazy. You know what I mean? We're going to move on to the next crisis. We're fine. All right, we're fine. Like, honestly, if you can wake up every day, stretch and look outside and take a piss in your toilet, you're fine. You are fine. So, with that being said, thank you guys for listening. I really, truly appreciate every single one of you taking your time out of your busy day to listen to my voice and ranting and raving about the nonsense of the world. I really, truly appreciate you guys. I really do have a lot of love. Now, I would like to call you guys to interact with me because I would like to get to that step of trying to financially monetize my thoughts. All right. So, if you could, please hit a brother up on Twitter. Just give me a follow, interact, you know, send me a tweet. I will gladly interact with you guys. I'd love to interact with you guys. My Twitter, at GOTR Podcast. Send me an email. That's the personal best way to get a hold of me personally. I will legitimately write all you, I'll reply to all of your emails. Guys at the roundtable at gmail.com. All right. Vlad will definitely talk to you via email. I do not care. All right. We can have that conversation. And also, lastly, you can hit me up on Facebook at facebook.com slash guys at the roundtable or GOTR podcast. It's one of those two I can't remember. Um, but you'll find us, guys at the roundtable on there or GOTR podcast on Facebook. Like, share, comment, and I will interact with you guys there as well. So, final thoughts. Please, for the love of God, be smart people. We're all right. We are A-OK. All right? Go out there. Live your life. Try to live it as best as you can. You're fine. Vlad loves y'all. And peace.